Um, if you're going to slurp your beer, please say slurp alert. Can do. Okay. Slurp alert. Slurp alert. Okay. And away we go. Hello, this is the Ad Wizards podcast. Today we're talking about the oldest earworms you've got squirming around in that big wet noodle you call a brain, the commercials of childhood. Hello, I am your host, Land, joined by your host, Aviva. Hello. Um, I'm sorry, you think a brain is a noodle? Big wet noodle is what I said. So you think it's like uh, a long string? I honestly don't like to think about the brain too much. I don't think the brain was meant to think about itself because it, it freaks me out. All the folds. Mm, all the little wrinkles. Little wrinkles. Or in my case, uh, smooth brain. Nice. Nice smooth um, ball of just like a, uh, what's that noodle that's like. Um, okay, back to noodle. It's like, uh, it's you think like it's like a, a gnocchi, bowl, bowl a, of gnocchi. Like a big gnocchi. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say that? Gnocchi. Okay. How are you doing, Aviva? I'm I'm doing well. I'm slurping on a grapefruit nosh IPA. Oh yeah, the Hop Nosh. Uh, Not that we're sponsored by Hop Nosh because uh, we are an ad-free podcast. But I do recommend it. And if they would like to sponsor us, it's a terrific beer. We'd love to be your sponsors and we'd love to advertise your product. Yeah. So we're talking about Commercials. Toy commercials, to be specific. Yeah, mostly toy commercials. Oh, I guess you're, you're not talking. Some of them aren't toy commercials that you're talking about? Um, One of mine. These are children's commercials. We're talking uh, the, the commercials of your childhood. All right. I didn't know. Uh, not on the same page. Yeah, you know, I think my uh, mine could be fine in the toy aisle. Which one should we start with? Which what? Commercial? Yeah. Well, I don't know which you have. We're both going to surprise each other. Okay. Yeah, because I feel that um, <clears throat> like kids' commercials are very, uh, it's a specific type of nostalgia because you're only watching these kids' commercials when you're a kid. Like, I'm an, I'm an 80s kid, for example. So and not, me, a 90s kid. You, a 90s kid. Uh, we, <clears throat> we are in a relationship 10 years uh, apart which is absolutely disgusting to some. I mean, a 30-year-old thir- a with a 40-year-old? I know, especially since we met when you were in your early 20s. Very... <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is not true uh, to the listener. Um, excuse me, before we start, I have composed a poem about uh, kids' commercials. Really? Yeah. An- another poem. I wrote a poem. A callback to our first episode. Um, oh my god, sorry, your cat just touched my tip. <laughs> There's a, a third guest to the podcast today, which is just a it's just a land and vive episode, except there's our guest is the cat Hambone, who is reaching her paw up to your shirt. Uh uh-uh. uh. Hambone is uh, notoriously hates poetry, so she was trying to stop me from sharing my voice. Hambone? It's enough of that. No oh boy, let's hear this poem. This poem is untitled. (laughs) Toys, 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 toys. Some are made for girls. 
and some are made for boys. Boys like race cars and dragons and things, while girls play with dolls and necklaces and rings. Come skip it, come bop it, come one and come all. Come play with my toys and we'll all have a ball. Oh, wow. That must be the end. Yeah, and also a ball is a toy, so that's kind of a, <laughs> that's a little um, word. <laughs> word play. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was terrific. Thank you for that. Hambone is facing her butthole towards me. I don't think she liked now, it. Swishing her tail at your face. She okay. really hates poetry. Yeah. Um. That was that was great. Thanks. And yeah, I see what you mean there. Are you going to be telling me about uh, girl specific commercials? Because that's that's a whole other uh, dichotomy, if you will. How would you feel about it if I did? <laughs> I think that would be great. Okay, maybe uh, I am. <laughs> well, you mentioned skip it. Maybe we should start with with skip it, which I was. It's I, from my generation too. Maybe it was a popular toy for over a decade. It was. It was a popular. It was kind of because I think maybe it first started advertising in the eighties, and then it. You know, there were commercials throughout my childhood, so I guess it's something we both uh, enjoyed, and the commercials that we watched in both our childhoods, if I may say it in as few words as possible. <laughs> honestly um we're just filling the air with words here this is a podcast uh use as many words as possible it doesn't matter anyway let's watch uh let's watch skip it right now okay you want me to play it hey now kids come gather around see what just skipped in the town so skip it skip it do run do jump do hop hop skip it skip it scooping and a screaming and a bop to bop but the very best thing of all there's a counter on this ball, so try to beat your very best score. See if you can jump a whole lot more. Skip it, skip it. Come on, everybody, skip it. Roaring good fun from Tiger Toy. Yes, there it is. Skip it. Um, yeah, that that song lives rent free, as they say, inside my head. Hmm. I, th- I probably, I probably, the old brain box does a replay of that at least once a day. Can you sing the whole song? The song I just heard? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll give it a try. Skip it, skip. Okay, you already messed up. <laughs> oh, wait. Hey, kid. No, uh, you already messed up. Hey, look, kids, come uh-huh. gather around. Mm. It's something about gathering around. I think it's, hey, yo, kids, come gather around. See what just skipped in the town. But the... But the very best thing I don't of, know. It doesn't go we to that to part yet? It again. Let's hear it one more time. Hey, now, kids, come gather Oh, it's hey, now, kids. I got <laughs> Hey, now, kids. Hey now kids, come gather around See what just skipped in the town So skip it, skip it Do run, do jump, do hop, hop Skip it, skip it Skipping and a screaming and a bop, to bop But the very best thing of all There's a counter on this ball So try to Do you agree that the best thing of all is that there's a counter on the ball? I mean, it, it's a good feature, but it's definitely not Well, let, let's explain what... Um what skip it is for the listener in case they've never heard of it Um, skip it is a toy where there is a sort of bracelet uh harness around your leg that is loose fitting in order for it to (laughs) stop 
<laughs> I'm just trying to like talk about the mechanics of skip it because if it was too tight, you wouldn't be able to skip it. It is a loose fitting <laughs> anklet. It's a loose fitting anklet that, and you jump up, and there's also kind of a ball. There is a ball attached to the anklet. There's it's, a yeah. There's also a string. I guess it's very similar to the ball and chain, which mm. um, is what they call uh, the wife, like the old battle axe, the old ball and chain. Or the husband is also called the ball and chain. I don't think a husband's ever called a ball and chain. I call you ball and chain. <laughs> well, that's behind my back. And I say it to your face. You <laughs> know that. Okay. Well, it's a, it's a playful take on the ball and chain, except... No. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's... All right. I'll, I'll accept that, actually. I mean, if I'm sure if you were unlucky enough to find yourself in medieval times with like a ball and chain for a torture or whatever, like a punishment. You think like a prisoner invented skip it by like skipping it with the ball and chain? I think it's loosely inspired by it. Okay. And it does, it is a, it's a loose anklet, as you were saying, and it, it spins around and you, you sort of jump over the um, string, or it's kind of like a, how would you describe the rope uh, it's attachment? It's like a thin piece of plastic. A thin piece of plastic. It uh, rotates on the axis. Axis? Let, let, me, um, oh. let me describe it to you as Wikipedia does. The skip-it apparatus was designed to be affixed to the child's ankle via a small plastic hoop. And spun around in a 360 degree rotation while continuously skipped by the user. Mm-hmm. And I, the, the best thing about it is that there's a counter on the ball which will um, tell you how many times you have mm. successfully jumped over the plastic uh, rope. The toy was actually based on a 1960s toy known as the Lemon Twist. Slurp alert. Slurp alert. <laughs> Whenever we take a sip of beer, we're required to say slurp alert. I don't know if we should tell the listeners we're drinking beer. It makes them... Um, Distrusting of our yeah. opinion? <laughs> yeah, it makes us less trustworthy. Now, the Lemon Twist, um, for uh, those of you that are listening, was a toy similar to Skip It. Um, Holy shit, I'm looking at it, and it looks just like a Skip It, but it's got a lemon on the end. Yeah, it's almost like, okay, yeah, the lemon twist is like a skip it. There's a lemon on the end. It's almost like they're like the very best thing of all. There's a counter on this ball. That's the only real difference between the skip and the lemon twist. So it's kind of like a fuck you to the lemon twist a little bit. It's kind of a big fuck you to the lemon twist. I think the very best thing of all is there's a lemon on this um We should get a lemon twist. Now, would you use that with an actual lemon or is that like a plastic lemon? That's a plastic lemon land. You wouldn't use an actual actual lemon. I'm sure in the olden times, uh, you did use an actual lemon. Oh, wow. Sorry, I'm reading some very <clears throat> illuminating information here. Vive, you can't read on the podcast. you got to fill the air with words. This isn't Gilead and the Handmaid's Tale. I'm allowed to read. <laughs> you're, you're not. We got. I'm going to have to edit this. I'm going to have to edit this. Don't make the listeners think you're like the main editor of the podcast. You're going to have to edit this? Are you insane? I do a lot of editing. Um, that's getting cut out by me, the editor. <laughs> this whole thing's getting cut out. I'm finally free to say what I want. This whole episode's getting scratched. Um, let me just say, 
It was released in the 80s when you were a small boy. Were you a small boy in the 80s? I sure was. Okay. Now, I was a child of the 90s, was I not? Mm, That's allegedly. I was very small. Still small to this day. Now, during the 90s, there was a second production occurring of the Skip It toy. The CEO of Skip It referred to this as the Skip It Renaissance. (laughs) (laughs) In the 90s, the toy was manufactured with a counter on the ball. Isn't this the lemon twist? Wait, what is it called? Lemon twist? No, we're, we're not talking lemon twist anymore. Lemon twist is old hat in this conversation. <laughs> okay. He's calling it the skip it renaissance? Did, did lemon twist even get any of the skip it money? From- no, no, of course not. Oh, of course God. not. But I do want you to know that after they added the counter on the ball, sales doubled. Okay. Well, it is, a, it is the best part of it. Some skip it's had colorful glitter. Okay. And there were also ribbon streamers, charms, and stickers. And that's about everything you need to know about the Skip It. So there's a version of the Skip It without the counter? That was from the 80s. That's the Skip It you knew. No. Yes. No. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I only know the Skip It with the counter. No, you don't. This is like the Mandela effect for you. You think that like you had the counter on the ball and you didn't. So before the counter was on the ball, people... slurp alert, <laughs> slurp alert, and we're done with this conversation. Wait, I'm not <laughs> done. I have a point. Okay. Before the counter was on the ball, people, kids had to have you know those little handheld counters where it has like like, like a... what the ticket takers yeah like ticket let... takers yeah okay. has a little a little thumb button so you had to buy a separate counter and like hold that while you're skipping it. Or you had to have one kid that counted it. He was like one, two, three, four, five, six. You could have you could have a counter. You, you could have a physical child counter. You elect a counter in your friend group. Now, now I'm ending this conversation. That's all. I, that, actually, I'm ending. No, I'm conversation. ending it. That's all there is to say about skip it. <laughs> and cue um, interstitial theme music now. <laughs> good, good. And we're back. Um. Now, Land, you aren't wrong uh, with what you were saying earlier about um, me featuring maybe girl-oriented kids' commercials, because I am going to play a lot of those. Mm. Uh, Are you familiar with the game Pretty Pretty Princess? (laughs) Sounds like you're making that up. Um, I mean, I don't think so. You don't. You don't know this game. It's a game? This is, I guess... Uh, it was a game. I, I owned it and I played it. And this commercial aired a lot when I was a young girl. And uh, I think it formed who I am today in a lot of ways. Let's play Pretty Pretty Princess commercial from Today, for instance, when I left the house and I was like, am I pretty? Right. I think a lot of that comes from me playing this game. <laughs> is the 
the goal of the game to be the prettiest it's to be pretty and for people to tell you're pretty let me see how you even play the game because from what i remember you like put on a necklace you put on earrings you put on a crown okay you're the pretty pretty princess okay i think it's one of these games where if you complete the set of having like the earrings the necklace and the crown then you're the pretty pretty princess and you win let's take a look well um explain what happened in this commercial for the listener um I I st- I'm un- I was watching it. I'm unsure what the point of it's a board game. Do you have a board with like pieces? Or? Yeah, th- okay. there were pieces. And I guess when you win, you get a uh, a crown or some earrings or some other uh... <clears throat> summary of play. Okay. On Wikipedia, and I am reading once again. I think I'm, women are now allowed to yeah, do. Yeah, I know. When, and whenever there's like a big like dead air like silence, that is when you sure. are reading. Um, Mr. Landsmith, I'm speaking. Okay, go ahead. Um, Now, Pretty Pretty Princess is a turn-based game. Initially, the players spin to see who moves first, and then play continues clockwise, as a lot of games do. Players spin the spinner to advance around the game board while attempting to collect a complete set of jewelry by landing on spaces associated with each piece. I was correct that like, when you complete the set of the crown and the earrings and the rings and all that, the game ends when a player has a complete set of jewelry in their chosen color plus the crown. There is a black ring which does not belong to any color set. If a player holds the black ring when the game ends, they lose. Similar to the eight ball, for instance. <clears throat> okay, it's based on pool. <laughs> pretty Pretty Princess does not require reading or complex counting skills and contains no electronics or mechanical components. This is how dumb they think girls are. They're like, <laughs> you don't have to read. And you don't have to know how to count, and there's not going to be any kind of mechanical or electronic components in this. It's just pretty bracelets and necklaces and a crown and rings. Hmm. Getting you prepared for adult life. My life. That's why I always wear my pretty little crown. I wear my pretty little necklace, my pretty little rings. And I I like to think I'm a bit of a pretty pretty princess. The the black ring is bad. The black ring is bad. What? Uh, how many rings are there? Four. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like that this game encourages at least one of the girls will be left out or like a loser in some way or less pretty. Uh huh. There's it. It implies that someone is ugly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wow. Did you ever play this or did I you just... I owned it. You owned it? Yeah. Okay. Who would you play it with? Friends. Okay. Na- name names? Samantha. Okay. Stephanie. Stephanie was there. Jamie. Jamie was there. I'm not including last names because I don't want to... Do- um, dox them? I want to dox how ugly they were <laughs> compared to me. Did, did, you, did you always win Pretty Pretty Princess? I always won. No, I, I, I didn't always win. I don't remember. I feel like we didn't play and we just put on the jewelry. <laughs> that's and wanted to that's, feel pretty. I imagine that is what the majority of, of girls would do with this game. I think we put on the jewelry and we were all winners. Is there like a dice roll? What's going on? Like, how do you advance on the board? I get Lance, stop. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm interested. Sorry for being curious. All right, let me go back to the summary of play in the Wikipedia page. I can't hear you when you are reading because it's too boring. Okay, as I said, the players spin. 
to see who goes. What is spin? Okay. Spin is if you not spun. <laughs> if you not spun before, you spin land. Like the the girl would spin around. <laughs> no. No. Okay, we have to move to the next commercial. Play interstitial music now. All right, now I want to show you a commercial that's near and dear to my heart. Does that sound natural? Yeah. Um, it's the 1980s, and you're me. You're watching Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, we got G.I. Joe, Gem and the Holograms, mm. Heathcliff, yep. Inspector Gadget. Nice. Ring a bell? Yeah, I watched it. Muppet Babies. I know you love Muppet Babies. Hmm. Maybe you're watching Transformers or Gummy Bears. No. The Real Ghostbusters. Not Chip and me. Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Uh, no, I watched like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Okay, that was yeah. I think that was from the seventies. I mean, I was watching that too. A lot of these. Oh. Well, whatever. Just keep going. Keep saying your, your <clears throat> dumb words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, Here's, here's a commercial that has been stuck in my head my entire life. Let's roll it. Mm. With boomerang bump and giants, did he say giant splash down pool? Do you remember this one? No, this was before me. This is before me was born. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this song, uh, this was this song was really playing in my head hard during early core, early quarantine. Mm. Why are you looking at your phone? Look at me. Looking facts. <laughs> what? I'm looking up facts. Look at me. <laughs> Um, Keep talking. Crocodile Mile. It's sort of a slip and slide, if you know. That's slip what and slide. I know. Except they, um, I feel like this was during um, the the boom of like Australian culture, or during like um, what's that guy's name? Uh, Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. It's like crocodiles. Uh, you've you've seen that episode of The Simpsons where they go yes, to of Australia. Course. Uh, Poe buddies nerficked in Australia. Anyway, we we used to be vaguely obsessed with Australia. It's kind of died down. But this was a slip and slide that's Australia based. But yeah, what slip and slide is dangerous enough as it is. Uh you're you're definitely gonna like uh injure yourself on a rock or something. But this incorporated a little a bump, like an inflatable pool where you'd hit a bump and then you're uh you're your body would go flying mm. um, and then you'd maybe hit uh, a sprinkler or something and get a, a gash on your knee or your head. And that was uh, that was Crocodile Mile. Yeah, because then my in my childhood, the thing that really injured a lot of kids was the introduction of Razor scooters. Oh, yeah. When I was about 10 or 11, Razor scooters started becoming a thing and everyone got really hurt. Yeah, I, I can imagine that. I had delicate knees as a kid. I, I started dislocating my knees when I was like 11, I think. Mm. So, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go near a Razor scooter, but yeah, those those tiny little wheels, um it's just it's a recipe for disaster. 
Yeah. Now, this commercial doesn't really excite me. It doesn't do much for me. It's not something I watched in my childhood. And I also don't buy this man's Australian accent at all. I think it's very fake. And I think that the job should have gone to someone who's actually from Australia. And I find that to be pretty offensive. Well, you don't know for sure. I do know for sure. Okay, yeah, I could see while you were watching it that you were not impressed. Um, but this is this commercial is very, I don't know, it really stuck in my head. There's only like a handful of childhood commercials that um, replay in my brain all the time. And this is one of them. I think that also with childhood commercials, there are some that I don't realize are still in my brain. And then I hear it and I'm like, oh, I know every word to this. Yes, those are the... Uh, those are the sneaker commercials or the... Um, s- like sneaky, not actual sneaker commercials? <clears throat> Let me choose a different word than sneaker. Uh, that was a mistake. Like a s- subliminal. Sub- ah, I should use words that I know how to pronounce. Subliminal? It's like a, a subconscious commercial. But no, um, Crocodile Mile, that's that's on the, the forefront of my brain. By the way... If, if I may uh, do an aside or no. uh, go off on one of my signature tangents, but I just learned recently that some people don't have an inner uh, monologue in their head. Have you heard about this? No. As in like some people, you know how you have a voice in your head? In my case, it's usually like uh, criti- criticizing myself or reliving uh, like a bad conversation I had or um, just... You know, just how you think there's like a voice inside your head. Some people don't have a voice in their head. Isn't that crazy? It's interesting that people don't have like the voice being like, you're so fucking stupid. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. You, fucking idiot. You know what I'm talking about. Um, That's cool. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like heaven. I would love that. You just kind of like peacefully exist. I don't even I don't believe those people. I I think they're I lying. I don't believe it either. I think they're too stupid to realize that they have an inner monologue. <laughs> That's my opinion. But they do have an inner monologue, but it's just like uh, I think the... just like duh. <laughs> That's what you were saying. Need lunch. <laughs> Need lunch now. Actually, that sounds a lot like my inner monologue as well. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Okay, I'm done with uh, my my tangent. Thank you. And I'd like to move on to my next set of commercials. Play interstitial music now. We don't need this many interstitials. Just one more here. And we're back from that delightful little inter- interstitial music moment. <clears throat> I um, I wanted to take a moment to talk about uh, baby commercials. Uh, commercials for little baby toys toys that look like a baby mm-hmm. did you see any of these growing up sure um there are a lot that played i don't see them anymore one because i don't watch children's programming and that's where you see toy commercials but uh, right. i don't know if these are marketed to girls as much as um they are now but let me isn't it it's bizarre that I guess are little girls interested in being like a mommy because mm-hmm. you always see those like dolls or uh, are you gonna show me that doll that poops or something like a lot of these do like mimic baby function or it's like you're like feeding the baby or you know, with food or milk or something. Um, a lot of girls did want to care for a baby or want to be wives when I was a kid. 
I don't think that this makes me better than other kids. I didn't feel that way. But I think it's okay if you're a little girl and wanted to be a mom or a wife. I, what did I play? I mean, I just wanted to be like a pretty princess, I guess. And I, I wanted to like, I like want to like have my own re- restaurant. <laughs> That's good. Um, I did have a little miniature kitchen called Kitchen Little that I like to set Ooh. up. So I wanted to be in like a kitchen, I guess, which is a uh, thing women are influenced to do. Kitchen Little. Did that, is that like an, did it have an easy bake oven with the light bulb? It's a it? very tiny kitchen land. It's too small to have an actual oven. It's like a miniature kitchen where you have m- many little foods and many little, uh, objects oh and that birthed my love of miniatures you love tinies tiny things i love little tiny things um the listeners will grow to understand this over time i I like little tiny things now let's play baby alive since you're somewhat familiar with this commercial Mm, can't wait That's really scary. Hell yeah. So in the commercial, the girl is caring for the baby, feeding the baby. Baby comes with diapers. Baby comes with food and bottle. And meanwhile, the baby kind of does a sucking motion with her mouth. Mm -hmm. She was sucking on her thumb, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Or the bottle. Whatever you put up to her mouth. Oh, weird. It has like a motor inside of it. I guess so. Okay. Yeah, I never had toys like this really i did have a tamagotchi that um i needed to feed and take care of and i got really mad at it and i threw it in the yard (laughs) yeah i can imagine that tamagotchi is a is an infuriating type of toy it's actually it's it takes a lot of maintenance um let me go to some other baby commercials unless do you have anything to say about baby alive yeah, that that is that fits the criteria of um, a uh, a subconscious commercial that I was delighted to hear again. I've yeah. I, I haven't thought of Baby Alive for a while, but I knew I knew every word to that song. If you noticed, yeah, your ma- land was mouthing every word, <laughs> listeners. Um, I think this is scary. I think the word "alive" is just scary. <laughs> it is scary. It's better than "baby dead," I suppose. Yeah. It's better than Baby Dead. There's also this one I remember from my childhood uh, called Baby Born. Really? I don't know if you remember Baby Born. Like a Baby Bjorn? Um, no, Baby Bjorn is like a harness that you put a baby in. Baby Born is a children's toy that looks like a baby. Try uh, and keep up, Land. Okay. Poor Baby Born, please don't cry anymore. Cause your mommy is here, Baby Born, Baby Born. When Baby Born cries, she's thirsty. Let's give her a bottle. Just like a real baby, she's wet her diaper. Baby born, baby born. Look at all the things baby born's got. Mmm, doesn't that taste good? Baby born does everything. No batteries baby required. Born, baby, born. baby born by Zep for toys that children dream of. This is so sad that like women are just taught to like clean up like piss and like to comfort people when they cry through what? things like baby born. She said, baby born does everything. And <laughs> you see the baby piss. 
Implied is piss and poop, I think. Well, because you see the girl feeding the baby slop, and you think, where does the slop go? Now, does the slop change color, or does it come out the same? Like, It would be cool if there was some kind of chemical reaction inside the doll that turned the slop brown. Let's see. Introduced in 1991, Baby Born is often considered to be the most lifelike of the series due to the numerous functions that the doll can perform. These include crying, urinating, and being uh, quietened by a pacifier, which makes the doll's eyes shut in later versions. All these actions can be performed without the use of batteries, making it possible to bathe the doll. The most recent version includes nine functions and 11 accessories. Earlier versions included a musical potty that makes various sound effects and a magical ice cream, which can make the mouth of the doll all messy. Varieties of the model include boy, girl, and ethnic girl, each anatomically correct and having its own color style for hair and skin. Yeah. What year was that? That was a horrible description. This, uh, it was first made in 91. Okay. So I guess it doesn't poo, it just pees. Mm. Mm, ethnic girl. Very cool. Um, did you hear that description? No, whenever you read, I just start reading my own things and I can't. I you can't. should listen to me. <laughs> can I do? Can no, I, I want to play another baby commercial. <laughs> Wait, I thought we were, I thought we were switching well, off. I'm just going, I'm just, okay. I just want to do like a couple more. This is the baby section now. Mm, just like one more baby time a little more baby time (laughs) okay let me just this is one called baby all gone this is sort of similar to the others daddy watch me feed my baby my baby all gone you make it all gone look all gone daddy you can fill it again now guess our favorite Mm, smells like cherries my baby all gone you make it all gone she loves cherries from her jar she ate them. That's my girl. She's my baby all gone. Baby all gone comes with her own magic spoon and bottle, cherry jar, and formula. I definitely remember that device that feeds cherries. Because it has like... A... Why did you interact with that, though? I didn't. I just saw the commercial. Yeah. But I remember this... This has a strange device of like... Uh, like fake plastic cherries in a bottle. I think it also smelled like cherries a little bit. Mm, I want to say. Probably. Can I play one more that has to do with like pregnancy and giving birth and then we'll move on to yours? Oh, damn. You went ham. Okay. This one is called Puppy Surprise. Puppy Surprise. Puppy Surprise <laughs> having puppies. How many? That's the surprise. Surprise, surprise. Puppy Surprise. How many puppies are there inside? How many? Puppy Surprise, surprise. <gasps> Surprise comes with three, four, or five baby puppies. One in five mommy dogs comes with four or five puppies. Each sold separately. 
Surprise, surprise, puppy surprise. Yes. How many puppies are there inside? I'm going to be singing that for a while. I do do remember puppy surprise from my childhood as well. God, wow. What if they, what if you got like um, a few like stillborn puppies? That'd be sad. I know. Well, in the commercial, they're like, these puppies are sleeping. I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs> so you can get three or four or five. You can get three or four or five. I would feel totally ripped off if I got three. If you just got the three, yeah, you'd, you'd return that. Try to get a try to get a fiber. I'd keep my puppies and I'd, I'd love them. I think I had puppy surprise. Really? You, you really have to confront the realities of birth and pregnancy when you're a young girl. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's time to learn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, puppy surprise! Any notes on puppy surprise? I've said my notes. I said what I said. What I said. You said that you re- remembered it. I brought up stillbirth puppies. I brought up um, getting ripped off. What else is there to say? Okay, we'll move on to your commercial and cue music now. <laughs> we don't need the music. And we're back, Land. Okay. I feel like, I think Kate on our... Um, Kate Elston. Yeah, on, on the... Pure Moods pure, CD compilation episode. On the Pure Moods episode, might have brought this up. Um, this is Crossfire. It's sometime in the future. The ultimate challenge. Crossfire. Crossfire. That was really cool. Great song. Um, what does that teach little boys? Well, first, let me let me explain what happened with that commercial. As a, the song was not very descriptive, um, it is a board game for for little boys wearing fingerless gloves uh, <laughs> to play. That you basically just kind of like flick a little metal ball. Are they like magnets? Maybe. There might have been magnets yeah. involved, and there's like a spinner thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's sort of like a little battle you do with um, balls just kind of flicking at each other. But the I didn't have a crossfire, but I never had one. I I had boys. I knew boys who had them. Were were they disappointed in it? I feel like the actual game would be disappointing compared to uh, what that commercial presented. Um, I feel like I maybe watched boys play it because I'm like, was a girl. Right, right. Um, I have no idea what the point is, but there's the commercials amazing. There's that that feels very '90s to me. Was that '80s? Because I feel I remember seeing the lot that a lot in my childhood. Well, I mean, keep in mind I was. You were still like 13 when in the 90s. I might be a 90s kid because I was. Well, I was. Ten. You're a 90s preteen. I was teen. 10 in 1990, so mm, that's debatable. <laughs> I might have been 11. Yeah, for part of it. Um, but yeah, this commercial it it depicts sort of like a Mad Max scenario with like a lot of lightning and just leather jackets and fingerless gloves and that that kick-ass song. For a, a game which was uh, flicking metal balls against uh, each other on a, a little circular or maybe a hexagon board. I've already forgotten the commercial. Can, can I let me take a look at the uh, 
the uh, gameplay for a moment. This game was produced by Milton Bradley. came out in 1971. Mm. It was uh, all about pushing two pucks into the opposing player's goal. Okay, it's just like air hockey, basically, I think, with metal balls. Air hockey is a great way to describe what was going on there. I think that's basically what it is. But it's with metal ball bearings. Um, oh, you use you shoot the metal ball bearings at pucks, and then you try to get those pucks into the goal. Oh, that's what's going on there. I see, I see, I see. That sounds pretty fun. We should get this. Yeah, uh, let's check out eBay. Let me look into the marketing. The early 90s American commercial campaign may be argued... Uh, for this product may be arguably its better known aspect portraying the game featured in a supposed near post-apocalyptic future (laughs) with the game used for a battle between two young men as the ultimate challenge the hero in the exchange was portrayed by a young tim maynard a shakespearean actor who transitioned into daytime soap opera acting wow facts that's the type of facts you get here on ad wizards podcast yeah. All right. Well, that's a that's a heavy sigh from Vive. That means it's about time to wait. How long have we been, how long have we been doing this? The we've been officially recording for forty eight minutes. Oh damn it! Okay. Is that was that your last commercial? That was my last. Okay. Commercial. Well, I have about five more commercials. <laughs> oh, come on. Let's just go for a little bit longer because you're gonna like these. Okay. I, I am. I am uh, interested. Okay. Um. I'm done with the. Do you want it? I have one more girls-oriented commercial, and then I have three, I would say, gender-neutral ones. How many more girl commercials? One. Okay, that's fine. You want a girl one or a normal one? <laughs> Just lay them all. Lay them all on me. All right, then we can always cut. Yeah. This one, I didn't realize I remember, um, but I do. This was marketed after the after the movie Home Alone. Uh, this commercial is for uh, Tiger Deluxe Talk Boy. Now you can be as clever as Kevin with Tiger's new Talkboy tape recorder. Stop drooling on me. Stop drooling on me. It even has speed control. Hi, kids. We're home early. Hi, kids. We're home early. Tiger's new Talkboy tape recorder comes with audio cassette. Hey, pal. Look for a Home Alone 2, available now on video. Wow. Do you remember that commercial? I saw that all the time. Oh, I definitely know. Hi, kids, we're home early. Hi, kids, we're home early. I do not remember the tie-in with uh, Home Alone, though. <laughs> Hi, kids, we're home that's early. A, that's another one that I, I forgot about, but uh, it's definitely it's definitely a, a part of my, uh, my mind. It's in your psyche. It's in my psyche. Okay, here's one that I don't know if this was, again, I don't know if you experienced this, but I saw this one a lot in my childhood. This is Don't Wake Daddy. Yep, I know it. Is he gonna wake up? Don't wake daddy! Is he gonna wake up? Don't wake daddy! The game where you try to sneak into the kitchen without waking daddy. Land on a noise, it could be back to bed for you. Don't wake daddy! From Parker Brothers. I never played Don't Wake Daddy, but now I'd like to. I know. This is like fucked. First of all, it's like there's the dad... So the kids are sneaking, trying not to wake daddy. Dad is in bed. He's wearing a very long nightcap, which um, in real life, I've never actually seen anyone wear a nightcap to sleep. I don't really know what the purpose of it would be. I think her head would get too hot. It's like like an Ebenezer Scrooge type of thing. It's very Ebenezer Scrooge. Um, But 
I kind of feel like this is almost like encouraging kids to be people pleasers in a way to like appease your like abusive father. It's like, oh, if you wake daddy, you'll get like the wrath of daddy and daddy will yell at you. Daddy will hurt you. That is absolutely the subtext of this commercial. Um, and I, I couldn't believe how bad the plastic uh, model was for daddy. It looked like there was some type of error at the manufacturing plant. Daddy is scary. Let's look at the daddy. <laughs> I guess they're they're trying to make it look like the cartoon drawing on the box. Well, the real one has a mustache. Hmm. Don't wake daddy, known as shh, don't wake dad in the UK. Now, uh, players take the role of children sneaking to the, refri- to the refrigerator late at night. This is the goal of the game, to get to the fridge. Okay. Um, it's using a spinner to make moves. And uh, if the color of a noise space does not match the color of an assigned card that a player holds, they make one of several noises, such as rollerblades, a baseball, a television, a barking dog, a tricycle, a broken vase, a cuckoo clock, a screaming parrot, a falling picture frame, a toy piano, a bowl of fruit being knocked over, a cat whose tail has been stepped on, a falling dish with a slice of cake on it, a radio, falling pots and pans, and a crying baby. Whoa, how do they fit all these sound files into the game? I don't understand. They might all be in the... I don't even know if they play the actual sounds. Oh, okay. It's just like you imagine the sounds? You probably, there's probably like a card that says <laughs> crying baby. That'd, like, oh, fuck. It's going to wake daddy. That'd be fun if you have to create the sound effect yourself. A little bit of uh, creativity for the kids. Yeah. Anyway, just a reminder, if you want to watch any of these commercials, they will be featured in the description of this podcast or on our Instagram. Or on our TikTok, our highly successful TikTok. Mm, More successful than anything we've ever done before. Yeah. You haven't haven't talked about the success of the TikTok yet, have you? Well, as you know, I'm very humble. (laughs) Um, If anyone's listening from TikTok, thank you very much. And if you're listening from TikTok, put a... Hello in the comments. <laughs> mm-hmm. How many more do you have? Uh, I don't know if you remember. We'll play this one. Um, music break. And we're back. <laughs> um, okay. Do you remember this? It's Creepy Crawlers toy commercial. Oh, hell, 1992. Yeah. hell yeah, Creepy Crawlers. Let's go. They're squirmy and wormy and purple and green. The grossest little creatures that you've ever seen. Creepy crawlers. Fill the monster mold with the colored plastic goop and make a creepy crawler from my yucky monster soup. They're yucky, yucky, squirmy, wormy, very scary, sometimes hairy, squiggly, wiggly, creepy crawling. Creepy crawlers. Gross out your sister, embarrass your dad. You can be a little creep without being bad. Creepy crawlers workshop with plastic goop. Embarrass your dad. Man, talk about an earworm. Those are literal worms being formed out of uh, a goo. Yeah, so basically you bake a sort of goo in this special creepy crawler oven. My mom used to bake these in the real oven. Oh, no. Did that work? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, It did work. Wait, did it come with an oven? Yeah. Oh, weird. Like kind of a... Yeah, you didn't see that. Like an easy bake style light bulb oven? Yeah. Okay, and then you, you bake your own little... Creepy crawlers. Uh, goo. It's like a, what is that? Plastic? I, how do you describe that? It's like a, it's a goo. It's, it's similar to, um, what was that toy that you put in the oven? It's like, uh, I'm thinking of Shrinky Dinks. Oh, Shrinky Dinks, of course. 
Yeah. Um, of course. Uh, but I guess there was something called a thing maker. Like the birth of creepy crawlers was something called a thing maker that was from 1964. Mm. Yeah, creepy crawlers were like you'd put bugs in a plastic mold and you'd bake them in the little um, special oven that they gave you. The chemical substance that the that was the liquid was called plastigoop. Oh man, yeah, use both those words to describe it. It's like a plastic goop. Yeah, and if I and there's a dad in the commercial who the son puts little uh, of these little plastigoop bugs on his glasses, and which is when they say, "Embarrass your dad." That's my favorite part. Embarrass your dad. That would be really embarrassing if someone put bugs on your glasses. He's never gonna live that one down. Never gonna live that one down. He was probably like giving a very important. Um, maybe he was like talking to the bank about the mortgage on his house, and then <laughs> he was like. <laughs> and then at the dad's funeral, they showed a picture of him with the creepy crawlers on his glasses, and that, everybody laughed. That was the big picture that's on the easel at the funeral. And <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> you can be a little creep without being bad. <laughs> what a delight. The commercial really utilizes a dry ice fog effect, and Mm -hmm. I really appreciate that. I would have loved to be on set for this commercial. Would have loved to be an extra. You would have liked to be the dad or the son? (laughs) Well, at the time, I would have been more of the son's age. All right, we're winding winding down this episode. We have nothing left inside of us. Is that your last one? Uh, There's one that was made for girls called Dream Phone. Okay, show it to me. I'll show it to you. The electronic game with the talking phone to win. Call guys, get clues, figure out which guy really likes you. He's not wearing a hat. Bye, guys. What'd he say? My secret. Uh-huh. You. He's not at the beach. See you later, guys. <laughs> it's Dan. Dan, my man. You're right. I really like you. Yes. <laughs> Dream phone, the hot electronic talking phone game. It's for you. Okay, I've never seen that one. You've never seen that. That's a game. It's a game where there's a group of uh, three girls on the bed they're they're playing a board game with a phone and in order to find out which boy likes them they have to call a boy and then the boy's like he's not at the beach <laughs> i like the recorder that was like you're right i really like you it's probably like a 50 year old gay man recording absolutely that. is <laughs> That must be creepy for those voice voiceover actors to know that they are speaking to very young girls when they when they book those gigs. Hey, a paycheck's a paycheck, you know. Any other opinions on it? Nope. All right, guys, that's the end of the episode. Um, we're going to stop here because we're getting bored of listening to the sound of our own voices. Uh, you can follow us on our Instagram at AdWizardsPod. We'll be posting all the commercials we've talked about today there and you can follow us on tiktok um at ad wizards podcast i believe and thank you so much for listening if you like the podcast give us a rating on apple podcasts and that's pretty much all i have to say land uh please give us a like in person if you see us say like say like Okay, we're done. Um, We're going to go make salmon tacos. You know how podcasts work. They end. Now listen to something else. Goodbye. Or don't. Give your ears a break. Um, Go close your eyes in a dark room for a while. Enjoy the silence and um, just be. All right. I've been Aviva Siegel. 
I've been Land Smith. Thanks for listening to us. Um, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.